Every week, Northern California homeowners like you turn to Ask the Contractors for the best products, information, and specialists to complete their home improvement projects. Now with more than 35 years of contracting experience locally, here's your host of Ask the Contractors, Todd Bird. And welcome everyone to AskTheContractors.com, your trusted contractor's resource. Hey folks, this is where we cut through it all and nail things down. Hi everyone, I'm your host Todd Bird. Thanks for joining us. Hey, check us out on the website, AskTheContractors.com. Use our trusted pros that we endorse by searching our contractor's directory. These are the contractor's in the Sacramento area that I trust. Do you have a renovation question? Send me your home renovation and remodeling question at askthecontractors.com. We will answer your question right here on the show. If it's interesting enough, I might even call you and bring you on the air. So get that question to me. It might be a question about a contract, a legal issue, maybe building department issue, any of those things that are related to your house. How about how to hire a contractor? Are you ready to start one of your projects around the home? Let me know about it. I am here to help you out and it's all free. So give me a shout out at askthecontractors.com. What a weekend. I hope everyone's having a great weekend. How about that heat last week? I mean, were you sizzling or what? I could tell you what, I had the air conditioner pumped up and trying to stay cool and all that other fun stuff. We have a great show ahead of us today. So here's what I want you to do. Put your hard hats on, strap on your tool belt, and let's go. Let's dive into some news. And again, I assure you, we're going to have a great, great show. Here's some news. The average millennial will spend over $200,000 on rent before buying a home. Gen Z, Generation Z, will spend even more. It's no surprise that rent is the most expensive for millennials, but soaring rent costs will hit Generation Z the hardest. Those are those who were born between 1998 and 2016, according to the new analysis. Were you born in this time? Members of Generation Z, we call them Gen Z, will spend an average, are you ready for this, $226,000 on rent before owning a home. That tops older generations, surpassing the millennials at $202,000. And baby boomers who spend an average of $150,000 on rent before becoming homeowners. I got to tell you, uh, that is a lot of money. It makes me think of... Uh, some of the homes that I have bought over the years. And what I would do is uh, I would offer the people that own the home a generous down payment and have them do something like carry the note. It's when the owners of that home actually hold on to the note and you make them payments every month. But meanwhile, you negotiate a price You run it through escrow to make sure everything's above boards and there's no liens on the property. You settle on a price and then you get in there and you put the sweat equity in. You help put that new roof on. You build that deck in the back. You plant flowers in the front yard. You paint that home. You put shutters up. You make the floors look great. You maybe put in a new kitchen, a new bath. Put some lipstick on the pig if it's not that extensive. Meanwhile, you're building equity. And say you have a two or three year period of time before you have to pay off that first deed of trust, the note to the original owners. You have three years. Can you imagine what can happen in three years just making that home uh, beautiful again? 
That's called sweat equity. And I got to tell you, I have a lot of, a lot of uh, respect for those that get in there and do their sweat equity. It's called doing your time and you have yourself 50, 60, 70, 80, a hundred thousand or a couple hundred thousand dollars. Now you could put it down on even a bigger fixer upper, or maybe the home that you want to, uh, to start your life and, uh, and, and maybe even start a family or, or whatever it is you're doing in life. You have a place to go home to that you can call yours that you love, and you're going to take care of for a long, long time. So a little contractor Todd advice, uh, that can help you out in the uh, future. Uh, how about this? Welcome to the housing new normal Sacramento, a top 10 housing market, which is not surprising. We have a, a, a room to grow here remains the barometer for the nation at 15,000 permits in this general area. And that probably includes the Roseville, the Folsom area, uh, El Dorado Hills. Uh, Davis even has some expansion going on there. Uh, Elk Grove has expansion going on. Uh, the capital city is still a large new home market in the U.S. The new normal before 2003 and 2006 bubble, first-time buyers and move-up buyers made up a lot of the new home sales. Today, the first-time buyer is 33 years old and getting older. That gives uh, credence to the 26-year-old or 28- or 30-year-old living in our basements, uh, as, as some of us still have as they graduate from college. As proof, first-time buyers and first-time move-up buyers are back in the pre recession norms. That is really good news. The focus is recapturing a small percentage of that important first time buyer. Think about those first time buyers, folks, those first time buyers, they've yet to buy furniture, all the the amenities you need for a home, furnishings being one thing, window coverings, dishes, pots and pans, all these things make the economy uh, start to catch fire. It's not just buying a home. It's buying the hose for the garden. It's buying a lawnmower. It's buying rakes and shovels to turn the garden and grow things. And the nursery you're going to go to, to plant those things that you're going to buy to make your house a better home. Uh, how about this one? I, I love the news today. These are just great stories. Affluent and angry homeowners raise ruckus over overhead plane noise. That's just not plane noise. I'm talking airplane noise. Homes located near major airports and flight paths often sell for a discount. And I know that for a fact because some of the homes out on the Garden Highway uh, sometimes uh, are reduced uh, when the people go out and look at the home and they see this jet roaring over at 1,000 feet. No one likes the idea of hearing roaring jets pass overhead. Recently, the FAA began implementing changes to flight paths over major metropolitan areas. And the courts have gotten involved. In 2015, historic neighborhoods in Phoenix filed suit against the FAA. They alleged that flight paths had changed significantly. Guess what? The FAA lost. So, And I can, I can attest to this one, too, and I'll tell you why. Uh, my wife and I, as we're sleeping in the morning, trying to get a little extra sleep, at 5.30 on the dot. We do not need an alarm. Honest to goodness. That plane is like clockwork right over the top of our home. It's even more on time than the rooster in the garden. He goes off at about 4.30. The plane flies over from the International Airport here in Sacramento. And I, I could tell you, I could set my watch to it. And uh, 
we usually just roll over and say, here it comes again. Uh, it's not too bad because we're pretty far away and it's probably about uh, four or 5,000 feet and the engines aren't roaring as much as they would be if they were closer to the ground. But it is a reminder that it can wreak a little havoc in your sleep if you live close to an airport. Hey, I hope you love these stories. If you have a news story, I'd like to hear about it. These are just great stories that affect our home. Folks, you're listening to askthecontractors.com. And I want to remind you, we are your trusted contractors resource. And I told you, and I'll keep saying it, we cut through it all and we nail things down. It's it's just great being here today. I, I feel I feel pumped up. This this hot weather has me going. And um, I love my industry. I love my industry so much that I am here on the radio talking about it. I love talking about construction. I love talking about your home projects. And quite frankly, I love to talk about financing. I have another question here. Askthecontractors.com question. Question from Samford in Lincoln. Well, Samford, here's your question here. Jumbo loans are kind of scary because I don't understand the different rates and terms of a jumbo loan. Well, welcome to the club. Neither do I. Here's the question. Do all jumbo loans require a usual 20% down payment? If so, what is the best way to avoid mortgage insurance? Well, I cannot answer this question. It goes a little deeper in the weeds than fits my bill. But here joining me now, Margit Work from Guild Mortgage, our trusted Guild Mortgage. Margit, thank you and welcome to the show. Thank you, Todd. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, very nice having you in studio. Margit, tell us about yourself. Well, I've been in the mortgage business about 17 years and worked out in the Bay Area and worked a lot of jumbo loans out there and now back here in the Sacramento area. And we are seeing more and more jumbo loans out here. So this is becoming more popular of a product. And you are with Guild Mortgage, I which is a Guild wonderful Mortgage. company. You cannot be working for a better company than Guild Mortgage. So Margit, how would you answer the question on jumbo loans? I mean, are they really that scary? Do you need 20% down? What am I not seeing here? Because I don't understand it. I would like to learn more about it. So what? tell me what a jumbo loan is. Oh, definitely, Todd. I think uh, jumbo loans are definitely becoming more and more popular uh, in the market right now. And the jumbo arena is a bit cumbersome and a little confusing for a lot of people. And I think there is a best way to represent our clients by advising them. There are several different programs out there that you can avoid the private mortgage insurance. And you could actually get jumbo loans for as little as 10% down now as well. Wow. Because a lot of people just don't have that 20%. So this could be a benefit to people looking for that bigger loan. Definitely. I completely agree. And, you know, the best approach to getting clients more prepared for jumbo products is doing a fully underwritten approval prior to shopping for a home. It is more aggressive for them on offers, quicker closes, and underwriting is eliminated because you're doing it all before you buy the property. So hearing you talk, it sounds like you're qualified to walk people through this process and get them the best rate, the best loan for their best needs. Definitely. And I'm more than happy to help in any way. And if they have further questions, they can give me a call at 916-847-3090. Again, 916-847-3090. 
That's Margit Work from Guild Mortgage. You have questions for her. She's one of our trusted pros right here on AskTheContractors.com. Folks, give her a call at 916-847-3090. If you're driving around out there and you cannot write this down at this moment, go to our website at AskTheContractors.com. We're going to post her information on the website, AskTheContractors.com. For finding people like Margit, this is just an example of your trusted contractor's resource when it comes to mortgages, refinancing your home for that next remodeling project. You want to give Margit a call. It's the Bird Team over at Guild Mortgage. Bird Team at Guild Mortgage. Give them a call for your next financing needs. Do you have a question for the askthecontractors.com? Give me your question. I would love to have it. I would love to read it on air. If the question's good enough, I'm going to have you on air to talk about it. Listen, these are our trusted pros. Go to askthecontractors.com. You need a loan, need a contractor, fixing up your home, whatever it is, go to askthecontractors.com. This is my trusted resource for people that I use in my career. Hey, I want to talk a little bit in this segment about the right way and the wrong way to hire contractors. And I got to tell you, it's very tough because when you do have a project or in some cases when you have a tragedy that happens and we'll use a fire for an example, all of a sudden you have contractors swarming around and they want your business and you don't even know these people. You don't, you don't have a relationship with them and they're trying to get your business. You're trying to get your home or business up and going again. And you're just, it, it, it could be a very, very frightening time. And of course, then you have the insurance company telling what you're covered and what you're not covered for. So it could be a really bad time in life. I have a good friend, Frank Toffinelli. He is the owner of Flapjack Diner here in Sacramento. In fact, they're located on El Camino, real close to uh, El Camino and Fulton Avenue. And I got to tell you, this guy's been in business for years and unfortunately, a tragedy happened to his business. And I want to invite Frank Taffanelli on the air with me right now. Frank, thanks for joining me. Well, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, it's really great having you here. And I know your restaurant. I've eaten there many times over the years. And of course, you have your location on El Camino. And you also have another location. I have a Country Waffles out in Citrus Heights. Country Waffles. Okay. Yeah, right there on Sunrise, I believe. Sunrise Boulevard. Yes, yes. Exactly. So tell us what happened to your location on El Camino. Okay, well, about two years ago in July, we had a fire, and it apparently happened somewhere in the back of the restaurant, close to the ice machine, but it wasn't the ice machine, and it basically put a big hole in the middle of the restaurant. Um, It didn't touch the kitchen, didn't touch the front, of course, the smoke affected everything, and so uh, we were closed, and I had to decide what to do, and I made a few mistakes. And I was so proud because I'm uh, proud of you because I read you the article that they wrote in the Sacramento uh, Bee, our local newspaper here, and you made a comment in there on the story you just told us about, but then you had, you were quoted in the paper as saying, I made some mistakes. I made some mistakes on trying to move forward. Uh, and there's nothing to be embarrassed about. People, uh, you know, how many people deal with a contractor on a regular basis? It's, it doesn't happen. You know, it, it just doesn't. Tell me the steps of, of, of where you might have gone wrong in the process of rebuilding your, your project. Well, it, what happens when you have a fire like that? First of all, the fire was not that bad. It was a hole in the center, and everything else was there. The roof was there. Everything was fine. So we thought this was a simple project of you know going in and fixing it. 
And I knew we had to get an engineer, and I knew we had to get in the attic and fix it. But the main beam at that time, they said, was fine. So it didn't seem like this was going to be a major deal. We hired a company that works with fires, and we basically they get commission from the insurance company mm-hmm. and everything. And so they give us advice. And they were a lot of help, but we were told certain things that I wish I wasn't told. We were told we had to hire an engineer. We couldn't hire an architect to fix the, the building. We were told you know, we should hire a fire restoration contractor, not just any contractor. So with those kind of guidelines, I kind of moved in the wrong direction. We hired a, a company, a contractor, who we thought looked good and it was recommended by everybody, the insurance company as well, but they went bankrupt in the middle of the project. Oh, my Lord. So that threw everything in, uh, in, in total disarray. Oh, a tailspin. <laughs> yeah, but, but it turned out that wasn't the problem. The problem was the engineer that came in apparently had never done a restaurant before. And so we went with this engineer that we didn't know uh, that came along with all the meetings, and uh, we're not sure who brought them in, but uh, they gave me a card that said we'd have plans done in weeks, not months. It took them 23 months to get all the permits. 23 months? To get all the permits approved. We got some stuff done, but most of it might. The new contractor I got is very good, and he, he did a lot of stuff to get us going. Bottom line is we just got our, perm- our final permits just a few weeks ago. Wow, but but you were able to start. Uh, we were able to start start moving kept, forward and getting this back. But we would constantly have to stop because we didn't have the next uh, set of plans approved through the county to to do the ins- yeah. the proper inspections. Yeah. And that was the the biggest thing was I wished I was I could just an architect because I knew some architects, mm-hmm. but I didn't know any engineers. Well, talk about this beam for a minute. Was a was it a glued lamb? Was no, it a micro a, lamb? This was, was a, it just a so- big steel beam? It okay. supported most of the building. There was an unusual building. It was a, a called Googie, and they actually used Norm's Drive-In, was the architect that did that, did this mm-hmm. restaurant. And it was very unique, done in the 50s. And so we wanted to keep that style, and that was, I think, one of the problems there. The architect I'm using now originally wanted to tear down the building, and I was worried if he tore down the building, we'd never get it rebuilt the way it was. So I went with this other uh, contractor who said he would stick with the style. We're talking to Frank Taffanelli, the owner of Flapjack's Restaurant, had a terrible thing happen to his restaurant, and we have him here with us today. So let me ask you this. If you were to do it over again, if you were to back the bus up and say, you know, hey, this thing happened to me, how would you handle it differently, knowing what you know now, in case someone's out there that this might have happened or has happened to them? Well, in this case, if I knew now, I would have gone to the original architect who did the building. Mm-hmm. and had him fix it. The contract we have now, um, he knows what he's doing. I would have gone with him. It's just so easy now to look back at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the biggest thing for Erskine was the, the architect engineer who just didn't know what he was doing. And you know we were kind of led astray somewhere along the line, not sure how or who. How about advice? Where can people go? Where did you go to get good advice? Well, that's just it. The people I hired didn't give me the kind of advice I needed. I rented a, a building to have a temporary restaurant. They said, the most you'll need is 14, 15 months. So I rented this building for 18 months. We were 24 months. So my business had been closed for six months. You know, we moved it temporarily. And so all my employees are sitting out there just waiting. Yeah, you have a responsibility to your employees. Oh, you know, my employees, it's hard to get employees. You have to keep them and you have to keep them happy. And my regulars like their, their waitresses, like the cooks. So it's, it's, it's a difficult thing. Mm-hmm. So every bit of advice I got was wrong. If I was trying to tell somebody else... Uh, I'd say take your time hiring the engineer, hiring 
Somebody could tell you some good things about it. Say, for instance, if you gave someone advice, rather than coming from a company from a different city, coming in and telling you what to do. And that's where I made the mistake. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, and, and I understand in the article, according to the article in the B, most of your employees are coming back to you, correct? Most of all the, the key people are coming back. I've, I've done whatever I could uh, to keep them with me, and they're all coming back as far as I know right now. If we get open in the four to six weeks. That yeah, yeah I was just going to ask you, yeah. when do you anticipate your, your grand opening? Well, they got the, uh, they taped, did the taping. The sheetrock's up, they taped, and they're texturing soon and start painting. So we're hoping to get the equipment start going in next week, and then, you know, we might be four to six weeks out. Hey, folks, this is a prime example why you should go to askthecontractors.com. You just, you want those resources I bet you that, Frank, if you knew about my website, I'll bet you you would have used it and you would have found some really good people that probably could have put you in the right direction. Yes. It's, the problem is you go into a situation you've never been in. I flip pancakes for a living, mm-hmm. and I ask lots of questions, and everybody tells me what I want to hear, and that's the problem. Right. And Now, this company that went bankrupt was a very large company out of the Bay Area, and they had good reviews from everybody. I just happened to go bankrupt in the middle of my project. Wow, that that's 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 not good. I I really feel for you. I tell you, I know one thing. If you want a really good breakfast and uh, and, and you want great pancakes, it's Flapjack <laughs> Diner. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And your grand opening is coming up. I want everyone to keep an eye on it because I'm going to post your grand opening on our website. I like you so much, Frank, for coming in. I'm going to promote it on my website. Well, and not that. only that, I'll bet you a lot of contractors come in in the morning <laughs> and uh, and eat breakfast before they go out to their job sites. You Tell know, me that's true. No, it's true. Actually, I in my restaurant now, three of the guys I talk to in the morning are contractors or ex- people in construction. It seems mm-hmm. like everybody I know is in construction, and that's why they, they're all real good at giving me advice now. I, I need their advice in the beginning. But, uh, Did yes. it cost you a free breakfast? No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. But I, it, might, I might, it would have been worth a free breakfast. Or a couple of extra pancakes, at least. At least, at least that, yes. <laughs> hey, everyone, we've been talking to Frank Toffinelli, owner of Flapjack's Diner. I am so sorry that terrible thing happened to your restaurant, but it sounds like you have a great attitude. You're moving forward. Your business is going to recover. I know because we're going to put it on our website. We want people to go in and have breakfast and lunch at your restaurant. Flapjack's on El Camino right off Fulton Avenue. I wish you the best. Thank you, Frank, so much for being on with Thank us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, everyone. You're listening to AskTheContractors.com. Again, your trusted contractors resource. Coming up next, we have Paul Reeves talking about your next project on your home. Paul Reeves with Reeves construction. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. I hope you're enjoying the show. This is where we cut through it all and nail things down. Hi, everyone. Again, I'm your host, Todd Bird. Thanks for staying with us. Last week, I hope you heard the show. It was so great. We had Maisha Perry, our real estate expert on the show. Actually, she wasn't on the show. She might've been on the show, but not really because we went out and did an open house with her. We left the studios, had a great time at the listing that she had. And I'll tell you, this was some listing. If you have real estate needs, Maisha Perry is the one to call. She's at 916-693-6224. And she's on askthecontractors.com. Again, you have any real estate needs, questions about your home that you want to buy or sell, Maisha Perry is the one to go to. She is my trusted pro. Go to askthecontractors.com. She's on the front page. Easy to find. Askthecontractors.com. 
when you're thinking about selling or buying real estate, she's the one to go to. I got to tell you, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do this segment? I'm going to read the paper, but I'm going to read it with you because there is so much going on in Sacramento in construction. I thought I just hit some articles that are in our local paper here. So here's the first one for you. I don't know if you guys uh, out there in Radio Land read the paper last week. I believe it was Thursday. It was amazing because there were four. I have the paper right here. I'm going to read you some of these headlines. And if any of these jump out at you, I want you to send me an email. I want to hear your perspective on some of these things that are going around in our town. How about this one? Kings Sue. That's Kings as in Sacramento Kings. Sue contractor over soaring costs for tower project. I think it went over like $50 million over budget. And this is a project by the contractor Swinerton uh, Builders out of San Francisco. By the way, a great reputation. <laughs> they have a really good reputation. So read that article. Really a good article if you if you can go back. And then how about this one? Building coming down at 12th and O. Three state agencies will be reporting to work at O Street. The demolition of their building is coming down. And this is a building that's been plagued with asbestos and just mold and all kinds of bad things. So uh, we have a new building at a cost of $274 million going up downtown. Here's another story. Interns enjoy learning the construction trade. I love this article. Go back and read it. And especially you parents up there that have children that are maybe in the uh, middle school to high school, and you maybe recognize that your, your child is better with their hands than, than most. And I'm sure they're all smart. Our kids are getting well-educated. The construction trade is a very, very honorable thing to be in. You work with your hands. You figure things out. You build things. You see what you build. There's a lot of pride, a lot of satisfaction in watching a project go up and being a part of that project. This article talks about interns, 17 to 21-year-olds, that are going in and learning the trade. This is some advice I've given uh, parents before when we talk about the construction trades uh, here on AskTheContractors.com, and that is... Make sure your child at least gets the two-year education, the general ed out of the way. It's something that I really encourage because later on in life, if they do go into the trades and they want to do something else, they're not starting from scratch. They at least have those two years of general ed under their belt. And it just it just makes them a little bit more disciplined going in, uh, into their young adult years. But if your child is showing signs that they want to be in the trades, I got to tell you, I've said this before. I know what my electricians make, my roofers, my framers, my plumbers. These are very good trades to go into. And I got news for you. We're turning into a service society where things need to be serviced. So I, I guarantee you in the trades, you will never be out of work. I got to say, I always have something to do. There's always something to do out there. And I got into it very young. I'm one of those. I, I, Fortunately, I say, unfortunately, I did not get the full college experience, but you know what? I, I started a company. I love what I do. I've been very successful at it and I enjoy it. I've enjoyed what I do for the last 40 years and I cannot be happier about that. So anyway, that's my two cents. If you have an opinion on that, send it to askthecontractors.com. If you have a child going into the trades, a young adult going into the trades and maybe saying, Hey, I'm going to get my two year education. Then I'm going to become a framer, a roofer, any of those trades. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from that young adult. How do they feel? Why did they go in that direction? 
And uh, I want to hear. So send me uh, your email at askthecontractors.com and give me your two cents on it. It's not uncommon that people hire someone like myself or someone like Paul Reeves, who sponsors our show, to come out and actually manage the project, to actually put the right people in place and be responsible for that project. If you have a contractor horror story, can you send it to me? I want to talk about it. Your story might help someone else not fall into the same category of a bad job or a disappointing job. And, 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 and if you can help someone by telling your story, I want to bring you on the air. Let's talk about it. If you have success stories, I also want to hear that. Again, I'm very proud of my industry. I'm very proud of what I've done over the last uh, 35, 40 years. I've met wonderful people. Most of those people that I've met that are wonderful, by the way, are on my website at askthecontractors.com. This is a website you can go to and pick out people that are there to help you and make your next project a success story. That is what it's all about. You're responsible for your home. You want to make sure the right people are there. You want to make sure they have the right license. You want to make sure they have the proper insurance. You want to make sure that their qualifications to do whatever it is you're hiring them to do to make sure it's done right. So you want a job well done. You have to take responsibility for that. That means interviewing contractors. Uh, It's not uncommon to go out and interview two or three contractors. You should. We have to get along for six weeks, eight weeks, 12, whatever the length of that project is estimated. You have to have personalities that connect and can get through and work through uh, the remodeling project on your home. So when uh, when it comes to picking a contractor, again, go to askcontractors.com and pick the right person for your next project. Hey, everyone. Thanks for uh, being with us today. Askthecontractors.com. We are your trusted contractors resource. Again, this is where we cut through it all and nail things down. Check us out on the website, askthecontractors.com. Use our trusted pros like Maisha Perry, like Paul Reeves, who are on the show today. They are people I trust. They're in my directory. These are contractors I trust in the Sacramento area. Do you have a renovation question? I want you to send it to me. Remodeling question? please send it to askthecontractors.com. We will answer your questions right here on the air. Hey, and how about you contractors out there? Would you like to be a featured contractor on Ask the Contractors radio show and website? There's so many benefits to becoming one of Todd's trusted pros. Who's Todd? You're listening to him right now. I'm Todd Bird. You want to be one of my trusted pros. Go to askthecontractors.com. Upper right-hand corner, click, sponsor, slash, advertise. Fill out the form. We're going to get right back to you. This is the best way for reputable contractors to connect with me and be profiled on my show. Hey, everyone, I want you to have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.
Hi, Todd Bird here from AskTheContractors.com. Was this past winter tough on your house? I want to tell you about Reeves Construction, who is one of our trusted pros. If you need siding, fresh paint, or dry rot repair, Reeves Construction can get your house looking like new. Call them today for your free consultation. Get the right person to do the right job. Reeves Construction, 916-276-7907. That's 916-276-7907. 916-276-7907. 